بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده now visiting uh, non-Muslims who are ill uh, the Sheikh says you may visit non-Muslims who fall ill be they neighbors, relatives, co-workers or business acquaintances Imam Bukhari reported that Rasulullah visited his non-Muslim uncle Abu Talib on his deathbed and urged him to embrace Islam Imam Bukhari and Imam Muhammad reported that Anas bin Malik said that a Jewish boy used to serve Rasulullah preparing his ablution and bringing him his shoes the boy became ill and Rasulullah went to visit him. He found him gravely ill with his father sitting by his side. The Prophet invited the boy to Islam by asking him to say, La ilaha illallah. The boy looked at his father who kept silent. Rasulullah repeated his request and the boy again looked at his father who said to him, Obey Abu Qasim. The boy just before dying said, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu annaka Rasulullah. Rasulullah said, I thank Allah for enabling me to save him. Commenting on the hadith, Ibn Hajar al-Rathqalani said that this indicates many rules. Muslims are to be cordial to non-Muslims and are allowed to employ them and to visit them while sick. It allows the employment of youth to offer them Islam if they are mature, to make a decision and to accept their conversion if they, if they accept and embrace Islam. Similarly, Imam Badr al-Aini said this hadith provides us with the permission to visit ill non-Muslims, especially if they are neighbors. Such a visit demonstrates the kindness of Islam and may encourage them to embrace it. The hadith also allows the employment of non-Muslims and encourages cordiality towards them. It also consents to employing youth and implies the acceptance of their conversion to Islam. One may ask why Rasulullah offered Islam to his young boy under these conditions and in the presence of his father. The answer is this, the answer is that this was his duty as ordered by Allah to guide humanity to Islam. The uh, whole issue of uh, being kind and, and good to non-Muslims is, uh, I, have, I, have, I have two things to say. One is that whether or not they accept Islam, they will become uh, more positively inclined towards Islam. And I think this is an important thing today uh, for us to keep in mind because even if people don't accept Islam, as long as they stop being uh, negative, as long as they stop being hostile to Islam, this is a great service as far as we are concerned. So if we are able to do anything which helps that to happen, uh, which makes people uh, more inclined towards Islam, I think this is or, or at least more positive towards Islam. Uh, or less, uh, uh, less, uh, you know, hostile. I think this is itself and in itself by itself is a uh, great service, and this is why we should continue to do that. Uh, expressing condolence to non-Muslims, one may console grieving non-Muslims using appropriate expressions. Uh, Al Qadi Abu Yusuf said at the end of his book Al Kharaj that he asked Abu Hanifa about how to console a Jew or a Christian who lost a child or a relative. Abu Hanifa taught him to say, Allah decreed death for all his creations. We ask Allah to make the death, to make death the best fate to wait for. Inna lillahi wa inna rajun. Be patient and endure the calamity. Uh, Abu Yusuf narrates that a Christian who used to attend the lectures of Hassan al-Basri had died. 
upon hearing this hasan radhiyallahu hasan basri rahmatullahi to went to console his brother he said may allah reward you for this calamity as he rewards your fellows may allah bless our death and make it the best fate to wait for be patient against misfortunes therefore one may say these kind words reminding them of death as the inescapable fate with which we can do nothing about but accept and be patient in his book radd al mukhtar imam al abidi imam ibn abidin quoted shafi'i scholars who said you may console muslims on the death of a non muslim relative on such an occasion you may say may allah increase your reward and patience you may console non muslims on the loss of a muslim relative on such occasions you may say may allah forgive your diseased and give you best condolences consoling them on the loss of a non muslim you may say may allah compensate your loss we come to the chapter on the manners of eating uh, the importance of the manners of eating the manners of eating are very important to learn perfect since they are repeated many times a day one must learn how to eat properly whether eating alone with family or with friends to avoid pretenses you you with your family should practice proper eating manners until it becomes a natural part of your behavior the manners of eating there are certain indispensable table manners and they are as follows say bismillah and it's preferable to say the full form bismillahir rahmanir rahim uh, when you start and thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and say alhamdulillah wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin uh, when you finish eat what is in front of you eat using your right hand amr bin salma sahabi radhiyallahu says uh, about to his sallam he tells the story he said i was a young boy and my hand used to go all over the plate rasulullah sallam saw me doing this and he said my son say bismillah eat with your right hand and eat what is in front of you now um, this also refers to the way that the arabs used to eat when they eat eight in company which is like uh, in many cases the avans uh, you know the, the, the tribes they eat it's also a rural custom in india where people eat out of uh, what in urdu and hindi we call a thali or a thal uh, which is a large like it's like a large tray it's not a plate uh, because plates are individual so if you have your plate then there's really nobody else eating from that plate uh, it's just you eating but in this Yeah, people sit around this large uh, tray in which the food uh, is uh, the food is there, and in that case, to reach across the tray or to reach in the middle of the tray to pick up choice morsels, this is uh, something which is bad manners and must not be done. Uh, touch only the side where you are sitting. Eat from that side. If there is a choice morsel. pick it up and give it to somebody else uh, don't pick it up for yourself these are uh, good manners to practice in that case even if you're eating from your own plate by like my mother used to tell me eat with three fingers uh, make sure that your fourth finger is not even in the food so grabbing the food with your whole hand getting the whole hand uh, you know engaged in the food uh, we don't uh, eat with uh, Uh, with knives and forks uh, and spoons there's it's not haram it is permissible if you want to eat it there's no eat with that there's no problem but that's obviously not the sunnah and therefore it is preferable to eat with your fingers which is the sunnah uh, but for whatever reason if you need to eat uh, with the implements uh, this is not prohibited um 
to come back to the book on another occasion a hypocrite was eating with his left hand when rasulullah saw him and he advised him to eat with his right the man said i can't eat with my right rasulullah uh, said may that be so and the hypocrite was became paralyzed in his uh, right hand he, he could not lift his right hand again the sahaba of rasulullah followed his example in stressing the use of the right hand while eating during uh, so it says in umar ibn al-khattab's radhiyallahu uh, anhu he saw a meeting he saw a man eating with his left hand and similarly advised him to eat with his right the man said my right hand is busy sayyidina umar radhiyallahu anhu repeated his request the man repeated his answer sayyidina umar asked him busy with what the man informed him that it had been severed in one of the battles he said it, my right hand is not there it's cut Sayyidina Umar radiallahu neglected himself, uh, he, he uh, blamed himself and reprimanded himself for neglecting such disabled people and ordered the treasurer to give the man with a servant to help him. When uh, eating with your hand, use three fingers with small morsels, lifting it gently with ease to your mouth. As I told you, this is how my mother taught me. Uh, keep your mouth closed while eating. to avoid unnecessary noises don't speak while there is food in your mouth to eat on the floor is closer to what novisala service to do so you know if you have if you have a spread of sofa or dastarkhan in it but there is no problem to eat at a table uh imam al ghazali said to eat at a table is to make eating easier there is nothing against it do not start eating ahead of the elders or the nobles meaning people who are scholars and who are uh, of higher status uh, if you are the elder do not commence eating before everyone is at the table it is preferred that eating should not be conducted in silence it is good manners to talk during meals but not talk with food in your mouth the topic should be pleasing and suitable to be discussed by eating at the end of the meal um, now before we go there imam al ghazali rahmatullah specifically prohibited talking about death while eating and they asked him why he said because if a person's heart is alive then he cannot eat anymore because he is now thinking of his death and if he continues to eat it means that his heart is dead and this is a matter of embarrassment you don't want to embarrass your guest see the detail see the 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 subtlety see the sensitivity of our scholars in how much detail they thought about these things so allah may allah be pleased with them and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward them um at the end of the meal say alhamdulillah thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as narrated in the hadith reported by abu daud and and an-nasai uh, in amal al-yawm wa al-layl uh, praise be to allah who fed us and provided us with drink and guided us to islam uh, this is the this is the dua that we uh, allahumma uh, and that we that we make after the, at the end of the meal alhamdulillahi alladhi ata'amana wa saqana wa ja'alana min al-muslimin uh, it is very appropriate to make a prayer for your host islam uh, imam muslim rahmatullahi reported that al-miqdad ibn al-aswad radhiyallahu anhu narrated that rasulullah said may allah feed those who have fed us and provide drink to those who provided us with drink 
do not express your disapproval or dislike of the food placed in front of you or eat it either eat it or pass it over quietly abu hurairah radhiyallahu reported rasulullah never expressed his dislike of any food if he liked it he ate it if he disliked it he set it aside one of the things i always remind myself uh, in this context is uh, to think about who is the one who's feeding me the the real one who's feeding me is not my wife or the or the waiter in the restaurant or my friend or whoever is there the real razzaq is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this food which is coming to me is coming directly from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the person who's bringing it to me is is just the means the cook whoever cooked the food and so on these are the means so if i am expressing disapproval if i am saying that this food is not tasty it has too much of this or too less of this i am really commenting negatively on the ni'mat of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so never 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 do that how is the food alhamdulillah alhamdulillah is there enough salt yes alhamdulillah right so there is no need to uh, because enough is a, is a relative term enough for who so alhamdulillah um do not put, put do not put in your plate more than you can eat for your leftovers could be thrown away and wasted and this is against islamic teaching this is a big 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 problem that we see whenever muslims are eating they pile the plate with food as if they have not eaten for you know for for 10 years uh, and as if they are that, that food is never going to come back to them again please smaller portions and the, the chef says put smaller portions twice rather than one large portion that you will not eat Rasulullah did not approve of leaving any food on the plate. He said you don't know which portion is blessed. Food is a blessing of Allah jalla jalaluhu to misuse it to misuse it is contrary to Islam. Do not forget people who are poor and needy and who need the portions that you are throwing away. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to do what is pleasing to him and save us from that which doesn't please him. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyil kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ar-rahim.